Welcome to Buzzed with Brian. I am your host, Brian. We're going to talk about beer, the history, and drinking. Hey there, beer fans. Welcome to this week's episode of Buzzed with Brian. So happy to have you all back. In fact, one of the beers that we are reviewing today is a guest submission. So shout out to Michaela Rabas. You are going to have one of your beers featured on today's show. We are venturing back to Germany for today's episode and are featuring the Berliner Weiss style. But first, we are sponsored by The Moon. That's right. We choose to go to the moon. Again, thank you, Michaela. The first beer we have today is featured from Third Space Brewery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And it is the Frogweiss. The second beer we have is coming from Venture Brewing Company, right there on North Ave and 55th in Milwaukee, just on the border of Wauwatosa. We are going to enjoy one of their Bruv series, the Spiced Pear Bruv. Now, on to the show. The Champagne of the North. That's right. The French and the Italians have their sparkling wine while the northern part of Europe has a sparkling, refreshing beer in that of the Berliner Weiss style. Some of the characteristics of this style is it's going to be very sessionable. I mean, this is probably one of the more lower ABV beers we've done on the show from a traditional sense. We're talking anywhere from like the upper twos to the lower to mid threes in ABV, so very low in alcohol. And the bitterness is also going to be, I mean, non-existent, under 10. The most common taste characteristic for this beer is it's going to be tart more often than not, and that tartness comes from either Britannomyces, which is a yeast strain, or an introduction of lactobacillus or other wild bacterias during the fermentation process that will give off a lot of esters, creating fruity flavors, and souring the beer to give you that tart profile. The acidity and carbonation are also typically high, allowing for white bread and graham cracker malt flavors to shine through. And speaking of the malt, Weiss itself is German for wheat. So when brewers make this traditional style, they'll typically use around 50% wheat product in their grain bill. So you might see some of those flavor notes shining through. One last thing to note with the characteristics of this beer is when it's served in Germany, you often may get asked red or green. And you're probably saying red or green what? So they typically add a syrup that they call Schuss. The syrup allows for sweetness that plays well with some of the funky sourness of the beer. Red is representative of a sweet raspberry flavored syrup that the Germans make. The green syrup most often has a grassy herb flavor representative of woodruff. And myself, I've actually been to one brewery, it doesn't exist anymore, but I've been to one brewery that had a Berliner Weiss style on and they had both the red and green syrup from Germany in their bar along with some other housemate syrups to add to the Berliner Weiss style. And I think it's a really nice, fun play on it because it can help balance out some of that just in-your-face tartness that you get with the beer. I had no idea what the bartender was doing when I came back and I was like, wait, wait, wait why is my beer red? Why is my beer green? But it was, it's, it's a really fun play, and I think it helps balance out some of that tartness to add in some sweets or some grassy herb flavors to the beer. So with that, let's move on to some history. As mentioned earlier, this style of beer came from Germany, and I think it makes sense when we talk about Berliner Weiss being like, oh, the beer came from Berlin. Indeed, fact, it did. 
This style is thought to have emerged around the 17th century near and in Berlin, and there are a few theories about where the origin actually came from. So, the first theory involves the French Huguenot immigrants who settled in that area. The French Huguenots were French Calvinists or Protestants that were fleeing the largely controlled Catholic France at the time to avoid persecution. And the thought is that while they were traveling from France to the northern part of Germany, that they picked up some brewing techniques along the way in Belgium as they traveled through that region. You may recall in episode 10 when I did the Cezanne that the southern portion of Belgium is the French-speaking portion, where light, bubbly, refreshing beer came from, so perhaps we have some direct roots there. On the other side, the northern half of Belgium, we have the Dutch-speaking part that is called Flanders. And yes, there is a style of beer called Flanders Red Ale or Flanders Brown, which are some notorious sour ales coming from this region of Belgium. So as these French Huguenots were traveling through this area, perhaps, you know, either from the southern French-speaking region or the northern Dutch-speaking region, they picked up these souring brewing techniques and brought that to the land that they settled in in northern Germany to help fuel and create this style, the Berliner Weiss. The second theory we have of where the Berliner Weiss style came from is a little weaker than the first. There's thought to have been a popular wheat-based beer with low levels of acidity produced in Hamburg, Germany, so just northwest of Berlin in the 16th century, and that by the end of the 16th going into the 17th centuries, an imitation beer was brought to Berlin, and the tartness increased over time until the new Berliner Weiss style became more defined for that region. Wheat beers are also thought to have been tremendously popular during the 17th century. At the time, instead of adding hops into boiling wort, many brewers would boil hops with water and then blend them into the mash. Without the wort boiled, this allowed for a lot of microflora to thrive in this sugar-rich environment. Insert your wild yeast, like I said with Britannomyocytes, and your bacteria, your lactobacillus, as mentioned earlier, to give these beers their naturally occurring acidity. So perhaps it was just by circumstance and trial and error that that is what created this style. As we moved forward, the peak of the Berliner Weiss style was in the early 19th century in Germany, with over 700 German breweries producing it. Today, however, it's a little bit different of a landscape. Germany can only produce a Berliner Weiss style beer within the city limits of Berlin, and only two full-scale production brewers in Berlin produce this style now. The exciting thing here is, though, that the U.S. has adopted this Berliner Weiss style and it is booming over here with our own twist. Instead of adding Schuss, many U.S. brewers add direct fruit additions to their beer. Which brings us to the two beers we have today. The first brewery we have today is Third Space, and they are located in the Menominee Valley portion of Milwaukee, and they're just down the road from the famous Sobelman's Pub. Sobelman's is a longtime landmark of Milwaukee and especially that area, but Third Space has become quite the landmark itself. So the taproom first opened in September of 2016, and they had a grand opening on November 19th of that year. Very quickly, they gained ground and were voted the best new brewer of 2016 in Wisconsin by Rate Beer. I must say that's a pretty solid accomplishment. There's lots of breweries in Wisconsin, so for them to be the best new brewery in the year that they opened, that's tip of the cap to them. And speaking of opening, so it was Kevin Wright and Andy Gell that opened up Third Space Brewery in 2016. 
They are both Milwaukee natives, and they actually met at a summer camp they both attended and then later worked at just northwest and outside of the suburbs of Milwaukee. Kevin has a very strong educational background in brewing. He has a certificate from UCAL Davis, their master brewing program, and he spent seven years brewing beer at Hangar 24 Brewery in Redlands, California, so he definitely knows what he's doing when it comes to the beer. Andy, on the other side of things, has a background as an attorney and is now the director of sales for Third Space. He handles all their marketing and community outreach as well. So pretty nice little partnership between the two. One runs the business, one brews the beer. Together, they have a a nice little model to be successful. Uh, One of the neat things I want to highlight from Third Space Brewery, they actually have classes that they offer there. You can sign up through their website. It's um, 90-minute classes on specific beer styles, beer food pairings, things of that nature. You know, so if you're a beer lover or if you're looking for a fun little date night activity, uh, I think that'd be a really neat thing to do. So go check that out. If you are looking for something a little less formal, of course, you can just go attend their brewery. They have a very large outdoor patio space, um, re- newly revamped actually within the last year and a half. They have what looks like a outdoor stage that they can have live music at, plenty of tables to sit outside and, you know, soak up the good Milwaukee sun in the summertime and of course, enjoy their beers. So With that, let's get on to the beer we have for today. Okay, first beer we have today. Very excited to finally open a beer and drink it. We have the Frogweiss here from Third Space, and we are drinking out of a 12-ounce can today. The ABV, we are weighing in at 5%, so definitely on the more sessionable end, as well as a 15 IBU rating, so not a very bitter beer we're about to experience. Frog itself, if you look at the can, is an acronym for the beer. It stands for fig, raspberry, orange, and ginger. Apparently those are all flavor components they're trying to encapsulate in this beer. Allegedly, this is supposed to replicate a delicious jam preservative that they had at a brewery festival in Nashville as a brew team when they went down there. So with that, let's get on to this pour. Okay, so pouring out of the can here, this beer is more of a dark gold color. There's a little dark hue in there, but it's more of a gold color. Very clear, you can see right through it, Um, the clarity is brilliant, and I would say there is a a lot of carbonation in this. There is a very quick um, dissolving white head that is accumulating on the top of this glass. As I bring my nose to the glass for a little aroma here, I'm getting mostly raspberry shining through out of the four things that they said are supposed to be in this beer, but there is a little bit of a ginger on the back tone, so let's uh, let's get into the first sip and see what we're dealing with. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. One more real quick. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a very tart beer, very tart. Um, almost as like a sweet tart candy. Like that flavor is what I'm getting. I'll say that the raspberry dominates, um, just like it did with the aroma. Don't get a ton of the other things, but I do get a little more of the orange shining through on this one, but let me dive in for another sip here. Hmm. Yeah, okay, there's a little bit of the ginger on the end, a little bit of a zing on the end there from the ginger, but I would say raspberry, orange, ginger zing. I don't get a ton of the fig that they're supposed to be in here, but overall, it's it's a nice little medley, little fruit salad, if you will, <laughs> spice fruit salad, I guess, rather, in this glass. 
the mouthfeel and the body of this, I mean, it's a real clean taste on this beer. It's got a lighter body. Um, I think all the flavors that it's trying to showcase do appear in some fashion and they're very clean. Uh, the balance of this beer, I mean, it's it's fairly tart. This is a highly acidic Berliner Weiss styled beer. I think you'd have to be able to enjoy that kind of a palate to enjoy this beer. I don't think this would be your entry level beer, but if you do enjoy those things, this is definitely you know something that you could do. Drinkability, I mean, I'm enjoying it certainly, and I'm uh, looking forward to finishing it here. So let's get on to the next brewery history. All right, so we have Venture Brewery now, and they are right in the kind of in-between of the what's the eastern part of Wauwatosa and the very western edge of the city of Milwaukee still. They are located right on North Ave and 55th, so very easy to find, very easy to get to. They were founded in 2017 and officially started pouring beers for patrons at their location on North Ave in 2018. They were founded by three friends, Rob, Simon, and Jake. Very friendly, you'll probably see any one of them or all of them at any given moment in the tap room. They all have a background in photography, so if you look at their Instagram page, I mean, I've never seen a better looking series of pictures of beers. They they really know what they're doing and they really know to, how to highlight their products. So if you're into just looking at pictures of beer, if you're looking at you know cool pictures in general, check out their Instagram, it's fantastic. Together, the three of them, when they opened this place, not only had a vision for a beer bar, but they also wanted to run a coffee shop. So when you look at Venture's hours of business, you see that during the week, they're open from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. at night, and on the weekends, 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. So they definitely want to cater to that morning crowd that's commuting to work and just want a nice cup of joe. And then once you're done with the day and you're coming back home, stop at the beer bar again and get yourself a beer before heading home. We should definitely stop and take a moment of appreciation for these three guys, Rob, Simon, and Jake, because when you think about it, when they first started getting off the ground, it was just the three of them, and they were there all day long, every day, just trying to make their business and trying to perfect their craft. And I'm not much of a coffee guy myself, but I've heard nothing but good things that their coffee drinks are fantastic, and obviously I'm a big fan of their beers as well. It's a very neat little taproom space to hang out in, very friendly, very inviting. Um, Since they've gotten a little bit bigger, they have hired other employees So you'll see some other faces there when you walk into Venture nowadays. But odds are you're still going to see one of the three or if not all of them on any given day because they love their business and it shows. And it shows the quality of their beers. So with that, let's enjoy the beer we have for today. Okay, next up we have the Spiced Pear Bruv. The Bruv is a series that Venture Brewing Company does. It's a obviously their Berliner Weiss base style, and on top of that, they go through lots of different renditions with different adjuncts. This one has simply pear and spices added to it, as the can says. We are enjoying this beer in a 16-ounce traditional pounder today, and the beer itself is weighing in at 5%, so fairly sessionable. On the can itself, you do see a lovely, what looks like a Bartlett pear, very green, very ripe, very supple for the tasting, as well as some fresh ginger root and some cinnamon sticks. So I'm guessing that must be the spices involved along with the pear. So with that, let's get on to this pour. Okay, so as we pour this beer out, it has a good amount of carbonation in it. It is very effervescent, 
a very quick forming white head is approaching on this and it is pouring a very golden color it's got some haze into it it's a little a little bit cloudy so it can't be a fully filtered beer which makes sense with the added adjuncts that they put in this on the aroma here as we bring the nose in oh yeah that's that's got a real sour smell very souring product like and if i take a big whiff the pear really shines through and it's very nice. It's a very pleasant aroma and I think the cinnamon comes through the most towards the end. Overall, it really smells like a fresh cobbler like dessert to me. So let's get into this sip. I'm very eager to try this. Mm. Oh wow, that is <laughs> one more, one more. Mhm. Mm yeah. The gentlemen over Adventure have done it again. This is a fantastic rendition of their Bruv series. Wow. This is so, so easy to drink. I mean, the first flavor forward, it goes down just like a pear juice or a pear cider. It is so crushable. And on the end, I'm catching a little bit of that cinnamon, but it's a really nice sugary cinnamon. You know, there's no heat involved. It's not in your face. It's really well done. Um, as I drink more of this beer here real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting a, a kind of a medium build on the body. Super crisp, super refreshing on the end. Uh, Balance-wise, I mean, it's a sour-orientated beer. There is fruit in this. Like, you have to like that. Um, I don't really catch a lot of hop tones in this. Don't really catch a lot of the malt uh, that's involved in this beer. But, I mean, it's a great flavor, drinkability. I would challenge anyone that's... I mean, even if you don't like sour beers, I think this is very approachable because it tastes so much like juice. <laughs> um, so I'm going to keep enjoying this one and we'll get on to these ratings. Okay, just finished polishing off both of these beers here. Let's get on to the ratings. We are going to do 0 to 5 as always. First up, we had the Frog Weiss from Third Space. I did really enjoy it. Uh, I think it definitely fits the bill for the Berliner Weiss style. Nice little extra kind of fruit addition in there. Um, it is really, really tart, and it was a little difficult for me to kind of finish the glass, but I, I don't want to discredit. It's a great beer, but overall, I'm going to give it a 4.0, so I think that's a very solid, solid score. On the second offering we had from Venture, definitely a little more haze, a little more cloudy to that beer, a little more umph as far as the adjunct addition. I think you could really taste genuine pear, and I love that about the beer. It was so easy to drink, so beautiful, and I think the cinnamon was really well done. As we have talked about in previous episodes with cinnamon featured in beers, it can be a very hard substance to control the flavor profile of, and tip of the cap to venture for just knocking this one out of the park. So with that, I'm going to give the Spiced Pear Bruv a 4.5 out of 5, and that's a review. Alright beer fans, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thanks again for tuning in this week, and thanks again for tuning in every week. But I do have a favor to ask. If you find yourself in one of the breweries that I have done on the show so far, we have done several in the Wisconsin area of course, and if you're finding yourself in the brewery for the very first time, maybe you're inspired by the podcast, let your bartender know. Let them know what brought you here. Let them know that, hey, Buzz with Brian's a great podcast, and that I'm here today because he recommended your beers, and I'm excited to try them. I would really appreciate that. If you are trying to find the beers we had today out in the wild, you can find Third Space Brewery all across Wisconsin and into the eastern parts of Minnesota and Iowa as well. They also do have a Find My Beer feature on their website, so you can always take a look at that. 
When it comes to Venture Brewery, their availability is mostly in the southeastern and south central portions of the state. But like I said, they are growing. People do love this product, and I would not be surprised to see Venture beers out in more places. As always, if you can take a time to write a review for the podcast, give it a like, a follow, you know, check out my social media, all that is greatly appreciated. If you want to reach out to me for any specific beers you want to see done or any podcast ideas, happy to see that at buzzwithbrian at gmail.com. That will do it for this week. Can't wait to get back on the mic with you all again here soon. Cheers, beers. Cheers, beers.